Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty swell. Good to be back. Nice little vacay for me, you know, huh? leaving the country. Yeah, speak, for, speak for yourself. Irish it was a war of nutrition here. <laughs> you guys look healthy. <laughs> You're like me. I was on a war of nutrition, gained 10 pounds out there shoving my face with all that Irish beer and food and potatoes. No, I didn't eat a lot of potatoes. Potatoes. How do you that. go to Ireland and not eat a bunch of potatoes? Well, because they had all other options, dude. <laughs> yeah, just for when he went to Iowa. He's good. Yeah. I mean, I had shepherd's pie. <laughs> That's what Iowa, I don't know. Yeah. those eye places. They're like, you want some potatoes? Like, I was whoa, whoa, whoa. I heard you guys had a famine with those. Like, I'm a, no, Come thank on. you. Uh, I got to meet uh, and see Evan St. Brown, one of our contributors. He has right. his own podcast out there. He's out from Northern Ireland. He drove down. Uh, for the day, I made him late to his uh, kids thing, but no problem. Sorry, <laughs> no big thing. Um, but no, it's good to be back. I I uh, I missed I missed you guys. I know feelings mutual. It's yep. about it. So it's good to talk dynasty. I love doing the podcast. I love talking dynasty, and you know it's a hot hot boy dynasty summer. So you know we got to stay with it. We got to make sure all year long we're uh, bringing uh, dynasty summer part D. <laughs> the dynasty uh, deliciousness. Ooh! Wow! Ooh. Oh, wow! Yeah, double D. Dynasty deliciousness. <laughs> Everyone I, loves alliteration. <laughs> I love anything that has words in it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so today we are doing uh, a redraft. We do this every year. Yeah. And everybody always likes it, so we just keep yeah. doing it. It's one of those shows, like, we follow some of the metrics of, like, the past shows we do. I'm like, wow, this show did really good. Like, surprisingly, let's uh, keep doing that. And this one, people love. So people we're love redrafting it. the 2021 2022 and 2023 class. So like that young core window of dynasty players, like and that, where and, do we value? And that's guys? why people like this show. That's why I like doing this show is because we're talking about all these guys that if you just blew up your team, these are all the guys that you want on yes. your squad right now. And this is the order we would pick them basically. Yes. Yes. These are the guys that you're targeting in that, in that rebuild. Those are the guys you're trying to make trades for. Yep. Or if you've been in the process of rebuilding, hopefully you have a lot of these players on your team and now you can, finally start to see the, the spoils of all those draft picks and, and, and what, what comes from that. Yeah. It's, it's a core. It's called the core for a reason, because this is where the value is. This is why you target it in startup drafts and dynasty. You know, we all know youth over age, but it's not, that's not the number one reason you want youth, but you want productive youth, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's you, a lot of people get lost in that concept and dynasty of we're like, Oh, I just gotta get young. I get young. Like you don't, you are looking for production. Like, if you can find a young player that produces, then that's dynasty core. That's a that's dynasty gold, right? Gold. That you put in your corner. Yeah. I thought for sure you were going to say gold, then you came out with yeah, core. I know. Well, you threw me off. I know. because like I, I, I get those 10 pounds and try to get my core back. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, it's just a giant watermelon. No apple cores down there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I hear kettlebell, kettlebells. Good for the core. I was doing kettlebell yeah, star stuff. Yeah. I started doing it for the first. I was like, I was looking at kettlebell exercises in my life. What, what is that? I'll see that in chart. And I showed her the chart. She's like, oh. First time for just shoulders. You, YouTube's a good place. Just shoulders. YouTube. What's another good? We'll talk off air. Yeah, we'll talk off air, but there's <laughs> a lot of good ones. I'm a tub of goo. Yeah. I'm a tub of goo right now. They're very good. Okay. Right. I got a couple kettlebells. I, I got a bunch. Ooh, you want to be my trainer? Yes. I got hey. Cowbells. Cowbells. Saw a lot of cows in Ireland. Like, <laughs> I feel like like to be an Irish citizen, either if you don't live in the city, you got either or, or own a sheep, a horse, or a cow. Okay. And most people want cows because there's a lot of them. 
I even saw two uh, Highland cows. The castle I stayed in. Highland uh, cows? Yeah. What are those? They're not the lowland The cows. Queen's cows. Oh. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah, they're different. Look, I'll show you a picture on my phone. Okay. Was, I, I got to tell you this story, too. It's really funny, but I'll tell it off the uh, air. And uh, No, everyone wants to hear it. Come on. No, like we're walking through this castle. <laughs> like we're going they into don't. town for these drinks. <laughs> And they're like, this guy walks out of the castle. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and we're like, yeah, good. He's like, oh, you want to see something cool while I'm with you? And he's like, yeah. He like leans over this fence and he yells Oliver and Honey, like these two names. And I'm like, what's this dude yelling for? You know? And then all of a sudden around this brick wall, this cow sticks his head out. I'm like, holy shit. Eat your food, Oliver. This guy's a cow whisperer. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, they're two Highland cows. He's like, they're the queen's last purchase. And we just picked them up last week. She was really in love with like Highland cows. And we just, these were the last two things she bought before she died. I was the, like, oh, the, the, cool. like the actual queen? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, past tense. Yeah. I mean, now it's a king. Sure. You know? I get that. I mean, do you? I, you even, I keep up with the royals. The UK. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I was telling somebody there. I was like, it's like so weird. You guys like have a king. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, it's kind of weird. You elected Donald Trump president. I'm like, well, we're all weird in our own ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. But anyways, these cows came out. They're like, they have long hair. I'll show you a picture of them. Right. They're different cows. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So, what were you even talking about before? Cows? Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's what we're doing. That's, that's debatable, we're, man. I don't know. We're redrafting these guys. It's the core. It's the youth. It's a good mix. Uh, before I get into that, I got to tell you about our guys at, at Underdog. You know, when I was on that long plane ride, uh, when I was on a different time limit, I want to kill some time. I was joining some underdog drafts because I do. I absolutely love them. There's no sales pitch here. I use them before they're advertising. I'll use them well after they're uh, done with us. But if you are not hip to the underdog, you got to get on there and download the underdog fantasy app right now. It's the easiest place to go and play best ball fantasy. You literally get all the joy of drafting a team and then just not touching again. And then when the season's over, see if you want some bucks. Like, I like winning money. Easy peasy. Yep. Yeah. Some people like buying scratch-offs. Some people like doing 50-50 raffles. I like underdog drafts. Are That's you, where I put my money. Are you able to not touch it again, Rich? Or does oh, that man. bother you? Sometimes it's hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard. Um, so, and like right now, for 25 bucks, you could join into the Best Ball Mania and have a chance at $3 million. First I, place. I entered just, it was not last week, but the week before. Yeah, I'm in five of them. I'm so going to I'm gonna keep going, yeah. yeah. Say, I think I want, I'm at like seven or eight. Yeah, I want five. I want I want $3 million. Yes, I could use it. I'm just going to keep doing different strategies every time and just see which one, one of them might work. One of them might That's work. That's the best way to go about doing it. So you can join a draft with us in the best ball mania for $25. But if $25 is like above your, like your pay grade, they had the little big on uh, like now it's called the Dalmatian. I think is out. Yeah. Uh, big Pomeranian maybe. I but even know, on that, like dogs. if you just want to join a couple friends, a three man draft, not a, not a, a one man person. draft, a six man draft, a Boxing, 12 man draft. Boston Terrier. <laughs> a little poodle. <laughs> uh, you can do that. And it's all like, it has so many different options out there for you to get into a draft, slow draft, fast draft, all that on underdog. And right now, if you use the promo code nerds, they're going to double your deposit up to a hundred dollars. So if you want to have fun, you want to lose all your, use all your fantasy knowledge and win some cash. Lose all your fantasy <laughs> lose, lose it all. It's gone. <laughs> Only if you're playing one of those with me, losers. Use that promo code nerds and they're going to double your deposit. But even on top of that, Ooh. we are going to hook you up fat with a one year subscription to Dynasty Nerds and the Nerd Herd. Unless you make a ten dollar deposit what? and use the promo code Nerd, and right now, I still if, don't know how we're getting away with this. This is crazy. If you used, uh, if you don't have the app yet, you gotta go down to the Dynasty Nerds app. You're gonna get a free year of using the app. Like, 
you get an earlier subscription, you get access to the film room, you get the extra podcasts we do, you get full access to the app, which you have to check out right now. Mm. And if you even just download the Dynasty Nerds app and get on there and use the free version of it and see if it's for you, and I guarantee it will be, and then go into Underdog, deposit $10, and get full access that to the year. So much more to come to the app. And right now, $10, Underdog, promo code NERDS. Uh, must be 18 plus, 19 plus in Alabama, Nebraska, 21 plus in Massachusetts and Arizona. Present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. But, You're getting good at that. Yeah, well, it's the third time I've done it. So, you know, it's me. Three times, <laughs> I'm a master. So, um, before, before, I also want to make an announcement. We I, call I, him Richie three times, by the way. I, I, <laughs> I didn't tell you guys about this, but we have a uh, Scott Fishbowl entry to give away. Hey. Oh. So, and I, and I forgot. Well, I didn't forget, but I was in Ireland for two weeks, and I have to pick the winner by Monday. Okay. Scott oh. said we have to have winner by Monday. So, I'm going to pick the winner tomorrow. I can't pick the winner tonight. To the next day. I even tell you how you can enter Monday. <laughs> Can I tell you I'm going to pick what the winner? What day is nope. it? <laughs> nope. It's just a surprise. I have no idea what day it All is. Right. So you can either, on the Facebook group, you hit me up. I prefer Twitter. So if you don't have Twitter, uh, you can find a way to get a hold of me somehow. I don't know how, but I'm Twitter. Carrier pigeons, smoke way. signals. Join Twitter. Tweet at me. If you leave, if you download the Dive Standards app and you leave a five-star review, I will enter you into the contest for a Scott Fishbowl entry. I'm probably going to pick it Saturday, um, to be honest with you. Probably you Saturday go. evening, if not first thing Sunday morning, and get it over to Scott. All you got to do is eat, send me a, a picture that you left a five-star review on the, the app. It's in the Google store. It's also an app store, so you have no excuse right now, Android or iPhone. Um, send me a picture that you left a five-star review, and that'll be an entry. If you leave a five-star review of the podcast, too, guess what? Double entry. Bam. Entry too. And I'll scroll through, and I'll randomly pick one of you, and you'll be in Scott Fishbowl and have a chance to win Scott Fishbowl and live in infamy. I don't Sure. Yes. I came yep. in the top 10 in Scott Fishbowl before, <laughs> two years ago. I'm going to tell my grandkids about that. Okay. That's it. You guys ready to draft? <laughs> yep, let's do it. All right. <laughs> so. Matt, you're on the clock first. So remember, <clears throat> this is the 2021. 2021. The 2023 rookie class. Also Superflex. 2022. Is in there as well. I said 21 to 2023. Oh. We didn't hear two. No. We just heard 21 and 23. I, that is what we all Superflex heard. tight end premium <laughs> draft. <laughs> All right. So with the number one overall pick, this one's this one's pretty pretty clear, I think, to me now. I think last year we would have it would have been a, a different player than it is now. Um, this one's tough for me. It's very tough. It's not it's tough for me. This is like literally the easiest pick of all. But but it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, no it's got to be at this point. This you know when he came out, he was a generational guy. He got completely submarined and, and sabotaged his his Urban rookie Meyer season here. by Urban Meyer. And and really last year turned it completely around. Looked good. Looked like a functioning NFL quarterback in year two in in year one one of the system there, um, but year two of his NFL experience. So I'm going Trevor Lawrence. It would have been a different pick at the beginning of last year for sure. Mm-hmm. This would have been complete. He would have been much further down the list, um, just because there was a lot of uncertainty. But um, Trev is the my 16th guy. overall player last year in PPR formats. Um, still super young. Like you mentioned, Matt, like a generational talent. Uh, even, even though it's kind of hard to buy because then Caleb Williams is coming out next year and he'll be a generational Another talent. generation. But you know, like... Short generations. I think a better term outside of generational talent would be like super elite talent. Like 
B. John Robin, super elite talent. Super elite. Yeah, like super elite. Like not good, but like super elite. Or super elite. However super you want to call it. Oh, super elite good. Um, Trevor Lawrence to me is, he's one of my favorite like startup kits, right? Like yeah. I, I no joke, like I took, I traded back in the position where I could have got Jalen Hurts so I could get Trevor Lawrence. I just picked mm-hmm. up a little bit more so I could get Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence to me is on that same tier with like Joe Burrow. And like you mentioned, Matt, like last year was the first year in that new system. Doug Peterson's a great head coach, finished really, really well. He has another year with the same weapons, and they add a guy like Calvin Ridley. They add another uh, solid running back there uh, as well, offset Travis Etienne. So for me, they bring Evan Ingram back, uh, who was a great target for him. Mm-hmm. And that receiving core, he has so many more weapons there. I expect him to take another step forward this year. And to me, it's just always youth. So even with a guy like Joe Burrow, right? Like if I can just get a couple years younger and a guy like Trevor Lawrence and I, a player that I believe in, mm-hmm. then I'm all about that. So for me, Trevor Lawrence going right now, and he, like right around pick seven overall in a super flex league, pick seven to pick 10 is... His nerds ADP is eight, so eight. makes that's, sense. I mean, that's fantastic value. To me, that's... For a guy that I could look at being the number one overall dynasty, like he has a path to be the number one overall dynasty player in Superflex. Maybe not like next year, but like four, five years from now, where Pat Mahomes is in his 30s, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Like that's good value. Like that, that's a dynasty core player, right? right? A and, guy like Trevor Lawrence, and he, and he did jump. You know, in this past in this past month's ADP, he did jump Jamar mm-hmm. Chase. So, I think I think the the whole landscape is kind of shifting, and everyone's kind of starting to feel that maybe he does deserve to be over yeah. over top of. I've, um, I've seen Jamar that landscape Chase. shift as yeah. well because he he was in that back end of the first like two one two range, and then slowly right. as that last year, obviously we get gets better, it comes back um, a little higher. You you've now seen him like you mentioned that number eight because before you saw Justin Jefferson go ahead of and Jamar Chase, and those guys are fantastic elite mm-hmm. talents. But when it comes to Superflex, I always want that long-term cornerstone. Look, Justin Jefferson's still going ahead of him, but I mean, he's the only. He's would the only. Would you take Justin Jefferson? He's the only non-QB. Lawrence. I uh, probably would. You would. <laughs> I'm probably the guy drafting Justin. I I wouldn't, but I, yeah, I would take Trevor Lawrence. But I would actually, and I'm assuming this is going to be your pick. Maybe not. Maybe I'll get him at three. But I I have Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence really close. Justin Fields has been better the both of the first two seasons. He's adding more weapons to what he had before. Yeah. All reports are that his passing has improved dramatically. Second year in the same system, the same head coach, same offensive coordinator. Like I'm expecting him to continue on the trajectory that he's been on where he was a top five quarterback last year. So for me, him and Lawrence are very, very close. And is that who you're referring to? When that's who I was referring yeah. to, not Jamar Chase. I was referring to Justin Fields. Okay, okay and that's who you're taking? Well, Maybe you, you get the next pick. Yeah, you, no, you, you get the next pick. No, you're up. You're up next. No, we're going this way. You're crazy. Clockwise. Look at, look at the look at the thing. Look at the thing. <laughs> look at the look at oh, the thing. Look at well, the I guess baby. I'm up. Look okay. at the baby. Look at the baby. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> if I'm up, then yeah, this is when it comes to super flex. I'm with you, Garrett. Like I'm a firm believer in grabbing a young quarterback, and I know Justin Fields here is a little risk, and that run game was what really propelled him. Right. But for me, I still love the long-term value there. I love the upside. I love all the reports of him and DJ Moore having a really good rapport. Yeah. And I'm a huge, massive DJ Moore guy. Have right. been for years. And so I think DJ Moore will make him significantly better. Definitely what DJ Moore's done with other bad quarterbacks. And 
with that run gate running option with having Cole Komet there. Um, I know they bring in Robert Tunyon as well. Some good reports coming out of Robert Tunyon uh, running mm-hmm. with the one zero two, yep. so some twelve personnel. Outside of that receiver, like I don't love Darnell Mooney, I don't love Chase Claypool, but they'll figure that out, right? right. They 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 will they have all that draft capital now from training out that number one pick. Like they're going to get another stud receiver. So Justin Fields is actually just going to get in a better, better line too, in a better line. So they're going to like having that number one pick and get out of that, give them all that draft capital is only going to help Justin Fields because that's who they're going to build around. So for me, it's much as I love these other options that are talented options for me to get a quarterback, Justin Fields is what? 23 years old, uh, 24 years old. Yeah. They get a guy like that. Who's already had a top 10 finish in fantasy football. I can't pass it up. Cause again, when it comes down to quarterbacks, they're, they're the highest scoring players. And overall last year, Justin Fields finished as the QB 14th. Five. Yeah. QB five, but the 14th overall player overall, um, and it would have been even higher had he not missed that last game of the season. True. Yeah. And for me, like, I saw some people, like, I think DLF had it where, like, Jamar Chase just jumped Justin Jefferson for the number one overall player, which I don't understand that either. Uh, this is not me talking smack on Jamar Chase, but, like, I'm still somewhat, like, to go all in on Jamar Chase for a player who's absolutely amazing, stunning, one of the best wide receivers in the league. But so far, and I know it's early, it's really early in his career, he still has not been habitually healthy, right? Like he's still, he's con- like so far early on, he's, he's just had a couple of games. He's had a couple of little things, right? I mean, a little naggers. I mean, yeah, a little bit, but like <laughs> last year he missed. So the year before he was hurt, right? And then last year, Justin, Justin, uh, Jamar Chase missed. I just had him up here. Oh, he's down here. He's the 35th of our player, but he missed one, two, then to buy three. So he missed four weeks, and obviously then that last week he didn't play, but he missed four weeks last year. So that's a thir- that's thirty percent of the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. Jamar, um, Jamar Chase twenty five percent his rookie season. He didn't miss thirty three. He didn't miss any. No, you're thinking of the year before where he just sat out. Yeah, while uh, he was in college. Okay, been. that might be what you're, you. He got wasn't in your banged brain. up the year before that. He played all the games every game. Every game because he he actually I think he, he passed Justin Jefferson's mark of yards. I remember them talking about that. In their well, press I've conference. actually had a lot of pints lately, so my brain's a little <laughs> fried. Um, it's a little recency bias, so I re- I, I retract my. But you still theory. want Justin Fields either but way. Yeah, either way, it like, wouldn't, ch- wouldn't have changed it. I can't. I have to get the young quarterback now. Yeah. After this pick, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, and go. I can go two different ways here too. And I, I could go three different ways here. I, I could make an argument for three players here. I can go four ways. Look at you. Oh, Skyline Chili. You're the winner. Yeah, we're going to keep going. Like, man, the onion bitch. How many more can you get? I can only just do one. So you can just ahead. do one? <laughs> um, really? You're only one person? I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to simplify things. There's, yeah, so I'll, I'll be honest. I think Jamar Chase makes probably the most sense. Yes, and it's it's the the safest selection here. But... To be able to get a running back of Bijan Robinson's upside is tantalizing. The wrong pick. Could be. <laughs> I would have said tantalizing, but I'll take tantalizing. But, uh, but when you look at the depth at wide receiver in the NFL right now, uh-huh. it's much easier to compensate for that. Yeah. And Jamar Chase has been in the year for the league for two years. So their lifespan probably isn't that much different at this point. Probably looking at another six to seven years lifespan for both players so at this point i don't think their lifespan is that drastically different but you also have anthony richardson still on the board Mm -hmm. so if you want to go the super flex route take the quarterback get get your guy but richardson scares me a little bit so i am going to play it safe and i am going to take jamar chase i think that is the safest route the smartest route we've seen it 
We've seen him produce. We've seen him uh, be an elite wide receiver. As much as I really, really want to go Bijan here, I still have to go Jamar Chase. Yeah, I would have gone Jamar Chase too. You're just it's the right answer. He's it my really number two is. overall yeah. dynasty player. In yeah. one quarterback. In one quarterback. Yeah, no. I, and and you already spelled it out. Anthony Richardson just a little bit too volatile, mm-hmm. and there's too many different kinds of outcomes you can get with that guy. For for the third pick, and I know you, I knew what you were going to pick the entire time because I know how risk I am risk averse. I thought you would take Bijan. I really did that early. I thought about it. So so that leaves it back on me, right? For the one point four, one point oh four, and and this is this is another tough decision, but I'm I'm going to simplify things and just Bijan is a generational type of guy. I'm just going to grab him right now and be real happy. Um, and, 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 you know, you already spoke to the, the volatility. I spoke to about the volatility of Anthony Richardson. He was the only other guy that's kind of in, in the back of my mind. I, I do like Jalen Waddle. I see him kind of coming, coming up the queue here a little bit. Um, but I'm not quite ready for, for him to be that high in my board. I, and, and Bijan Robinson just straight up is, so I, I don't have to really do anything or think too much to get him there. So I'm going to go ahead and grab him and just feel real good about that. Yeah, no, that's, it's a great pick. He's, he's such a talented player. You get somebody that is also that young. Um, and I mean, the Atlanta Falcons with Cordero Patterson and Tyler Algier and just, just not great running backs, right? Led the league in rushing attempts last year. So if you're able to lead the league in rushing attempts without Bijan Robinson, right. imagine what's going to happen when you have a player. And this is, I mean, this is Arthur Smith. He's been looking for his running back basically since he got there in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He has him now. He's got his, he's got his bell cow guy. He's just yep. going to be able to feed him the rock. And unlike, you know, who Arthur Smith had in the past with, with Derrick Henry, he's gonna be able to feature him in the passing game, not yes. just kind of sprinkle yes. him in and use him here and there. He's going to be able to feature him there. Um, so Bijan Robinson's, his sky, this guy's a limit. I mean, it's just insane. 2,000 all purpose yards. I said that. Yeah. Right, right I could absolutely see that. 2,000 all purpose yards. Potentially be number one overall dynasty fantasy football running back now. Unbelievable talent. Easy yeah. pick. Yeah. If you took B. John Robinson ahead of Jamar Chase, I'd have no issues with that literally whatsoever. Like, I, I think he's at the point for me already where I would be shocked if, as a rookie, he wasn't a top five running back finisher this season. Like, I would be shocked if he wasn't. So when you can have that type of outcome that early in their career, things are looking pretty good. Absolutely. So I'm going to clock here next. Uh, this is, I can go, I'm not, I'm with you. I'm not taking Anthony Richardson here too. And I love his mm-hmm. upside and I know it's super flex. I know it's enticing and there's other quarterbacks here, but I love, love, love young wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. And to me, it comes down to Garrett Wilson and Jalen Waddle. And I love Garrett Wilson. I love Jarrett Jalen Waddle. And it's tough. And it's 124, 122. So they're really young. But I think the more the more proven asset for sure is Jalen Waddle. Absolutely. Finishes wide receiver number eight overall, 13 a year before that. Um, some people were worried about, you know, Tyreek Hill coming in and what that do do for him. It just made him better. Uh, a superior just a fantastic talent with the Can't speed. Can't teach the speed that he has, man. And and playmaking ability. I mean, it's and, and to be able to learn legit. from a guy like Tyreek yep. Hill for like three years that he'll be there, four years that he'll be there with him comes value too. And it's really tough because I really like Garrett Wilson a lot. 
But I'm going to take Jalen Waddle, uh, a player I have absolutely zero shares of in Dynasty. I just have not been able to get my hands on him, and rightfully so because he should cost you a pretty penny. He's yep. a Dynasty cornerstone in my eyes. Um, when when, you, when we sit here and talk about, you know, like, like I honestly would rather have Jalen Waddle. No, I probably wouldn't. But, like, he's in that same tier. Like, when we were talking about, like, A.J. Brown, like, being that cornerstone and C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. So I would take C. Lamb, then probably A.J. Brown. But, like, right there is Jalen Waddle, like, right after. And then right there is Garrett Wilson. Like, that tier of that youth. And the only thing that really gets me a little bit more on Garrett Wilson is just literally being 22. Yep. And I know it's not crazy because it's 24 to 22, but, like, that's still two years. And two years, that's that's back-to-back dynasty championships. That's, that's legend. So. Sure. Like that does come into mind during like picks like this. Like I get, two, I get two years younger. It's not a year; it's two years younger. But Waddle's dance is cooler. It is cool. That is true. It's cool. Is, that's kind of where mean, it that's got to be talked about. That's that's probably <laughs> the best analysis we've had all night. <laughs> so by a hair, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Joe by a Waddle. feather. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feather. know penguins have feathers. <laughs> all right. Um, I was hoping you were going to make my decision for me, Rich, because. I was going back and forth between Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, perfect. Rich will take one of them. I can take the other one. And then you took Jalen Waddle and, and ruined everything for me. Uh, so now I do have to decide between these two players and the nerds. ADP is slightly higher for Anthony Richardson. He's being taken the very, very end of the, the first round sleeper has him a little bit lower, Wait, but Anthony Richardson is going to back end of the first round startups at, for nerds. ADP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's he's going uh, usually either pick twelve or pick two one. I'm uh, wow, I wonder if I, I would sell him for that. And that's the hard part for me. I mentioned it a second ago. Matt brought it up. I am very risk averse early, but that upside is so crazy good. And he is a quarterback. But at the end of the day, I really think Garrett Wilson is that guy. So I'm going to take Garrett Wilson. Uh, I think he is an absolutely Damn. Matt's upset because now he has to take Anthony Richardson. Uh, I, I really think I think he is an elite wide receiver prospect. Elite. He now gets he goes from Joe Flacco, Mike White, Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks that we've seen over the past twenty years. He's been phenomenal. Now, how much does he have left in the tank? We'll find out. But he's not that far removed from back to back MVP season. So. I believe that Aaron Rodgers can be that guy. I think this team is ready to ascend to that next level. And the guy that I was most worried about, like how our target's going to work out, Elijah Moore, is now on a different team. Yes, Lazard was brought in and different players like that. But mm-hmm. at some point, Aaron Rodgers is going to figure out Garrett Wilson's that guy. And it sounds like he already is based on some of the compliments that he's given him. And Sauce Gardner saying they're both the best at their position and they will be. Um, so it's tough. But but if you want to to tell me that there was going to be a receiver that enters the Jefferson Jamar chase tier. He's the guy a hundred percent. And that's the difference. That, like I'm sitting here thinking about more too about Garrett Wilson. I'm just thinking about him is I could see a clear path where Garrett Wilson's at like Justin Jefferson, Jamar chase, where he's considered the one, one overall. Cause you're like, Hey, he's three years younger. Why wouldn't I take him over Justin Jefferson? They're putting up the same numbers. Right. Where like, and Waddle has a path like that too, but I, I see Waddle always being like that guy who's like, Five, like kind of AJ Brown. Like I don't ever see AJ Brown being the number one overall receiver, and definitely with, we got a Devonte Smith there. No, but I, I agree. Always yeah. like four, five, six, like right. that Just super awesome. elite talent guy. And that's where I kind of see Waddle too. But like I could see Garrett Wilson being the number one overall fantasy receiver. I, he, I see a path. He 100 percent has. He's that, that talented. Yeah, yeah. I get that, and, and um, 
It's a good pick. I'm, I'm pissed that you made that pick because now I have to figure, <laughs> figure out what we're doing here. We, we decided this was a, a super flex, not a tight end premium. No, this is still tight end premium. Oh. Tight end premium. Huh. All yep. Right. That guy's there. So you could. <laughs> All right. Well, some are calling the biggest. You know what? Go back to Garrett Wilson, too. I know many times I've seen on Twitter from people that I respect to saying, oh, you got to sell Garrett Wilson's ADP too high. What? <laughs> Why? What? Why? Where's his AB at? Homie um, just won Rookie of the Year, Offensive yeah, Player of yeah. the Year. Dude, like, I see stuff like that. I'm like, what? What? Like, what? What game are you playing? I'm playing. I'm trying to build dynasties. Like, it's a dynasty. What are you training them for? Yeah. Like a bunch of stuff that you're not going to get as yeah, good as stuff we, back. Like, you're you want a young, get, good stud receiver back? Nobody's going to give you much more on top of that. Hey, I want Gary. Hey, I want Chris Olave and your first. Nah, bro. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough go out there. So who are you um, taking? So who am I taking? All right. So one seven uh, right now. I, I mean, for, for being a super flex tight end premium draft, to only have two quarterbacks off the list and we're at seven. It's true. One quarterback off the list. No, two. two. Just, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. One, oh, two. Oh, yeah, that's right. I took um, <laughs> <You took> one. <laughs> it, it does. It feels a little bit odd, but I don't want to force it. I mean, it, I guess it kind of speaks to, hey, we know who's kind of got the elite trajectories. And then there's everyone else. I mean, obviously Trey Lance is out of the question. You know what I right. mean? Like, like he's he's way down the list. And who else is Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett? Mac Jones, not sexy enough. Brock Mac Purdy, jo- exactly. Brock Purdy, uh, undrafted kind of rookie type of guy from last year. And then there's the rookies from this year. Who one of them stands out, and that's really it as a guy that is is going to be picked this high. So I'm kind of toggling between Anthony Richardson, Kyle Pitts is mm-hmm. the guy that I'm probably going to end up taking here. But I, I just wanted to get the conversation started on those quarterbacks because there's a reason they're falling, right? I mean, the, the, some of them been in the league long enough for us to see that, hey, this guy's not right. anything special and there still are special talents at other positions. But typically, that's not how a draft would go. Like a rookie draft wouldn't go that way, right? Because all right. these guys would be getting kind of forced up. But now, the, now that we have more information on some of these players, some of them are kind of sliding. I think that's a key word. You just said information. Like we have guys in this that we're talking about uh, that are proving cornerstone players, like Jamar Chase. Bijan's not proven yet, but we all, you know, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Wild. Those guys have gone. Like those are guys yeah. are proven right. first round, one QB, startup players. Dynasty cornerstones and the rest of the quarterbacks are like unknown. Like the top guys we have on our board haven't even taken a snap in the NFL yet. So like it is, I get it. It's hard to, um, in a situation like this, even in a startup to put your eggs in that basket when there's a golden basket sitting right next to you, you know, and this one's just wrapped in wrapping paper and you don't know if (laughs) it's gold or just wrapping paper. You can drop your eggs in it and the eggs fall right through it. You have no idea. (laughs) Now you have yoky feet and nobody wants that. No. So, I get it. Like it's 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 hard, and and in a startup, like honestly, that's kind of way you should what lean. Like if you're question and you're sitting next to this golden basket, like just grab the golden basket and right. like and figure it out later because that gold could still be melted down and go somewhere else. Like yeah, you might add a little bit more gold to it and turn it into a bigger basket, but this analogy, I love how but, deep this analogy is going. It's a, it's a deep basket, you know. They got a whole lot of Easter eggs. You want some chocolate bunnies in there too. So like, but then there's there's a path there, mm-hmm. right? Like, hey, I want Anthony Richardson. Well, like if you have Garrett Wilson, you have Jalen Waddle, you have Bijan Robinson. There's a path there, right? Because that's the biggest problem in dynasty. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I want to trade for this player, but there's no clear path on your roster there. Because like when you start bringing up for players like that, when you start bringing up first round picks, like that's not gonna cut it. Like no. for most people, you're like, going to have to give three first yeah. round picks to even get the conversation going. And even then, guys. like 
and I understand it's always fair value. Anytime anybody pr- approaches me for like a Jalen Waddle, a Garrett Wilson, a Bijan with the word three first round picks, like I'm not interested. Because like, I have no idea where those first-round picks are going to be. They could be later. I'm giving you a good player. I'm taking it off my roster. And those are all gambles anyways. Like, I have a golden goose here. Like, I want the eggs. I want the golden eggs, you know, right. filled with – I was going to say milk chocolate, but I don't want that in my <laughs> Mike and Ike's, you know what I mean? Like, these golden eggs. So, no. it's like I, – I think that's why we're in a situation. So, now I'm at a clock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I did, and I'm taking Kyle Pitts just for the – Just for clarification. Yes, for the clarification. Yes. Yep. And I'm looking here and I'm like, man, I really like Chris Olave. I really like Amon Rossi Brown. I really like Brees Hall. Like, I really like all those players. Mm-hmm. And I think Amon's a top 12 guy. I think Olave's a top 12 guy. I think Brees Hall's a top three dynasty startup running back. I think he's that good. But Anthony Richardson's just now, I can't. The value's too good. It's just too good. The upside of having the number one overall fantasy player overall, I just can't pass it up at this point. So I, this is where I feel like, okay, I'm getting a little bit risky, but I know if in a startup, if I miss on a lave, I could probably get Devontae Smith. If I miss on Devontae Smith, I can get like a Jackson Smith. And you know what I mean? Like, and Jackson Smith isn't the best. There's other options. Here, but there's, there's other options. There's other options there. Where well, there's similar. no other option at quarterback that yep. offers the upside that Anthony Richardson does. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys are already taking first overall, the, the Josh Allens, the Jalen Hurts, even the Justin Fields. You know, so for me, it's this is a tough pick because, again, that golden basket's sitting there. Yep. But this one's a shiny one, and I have to assume it's gold. So I'm, I'm getting my Easter bunny, and I'm putting him right in there, a little chocolate bunny. And he's he's gone Peeps. too far. Peeps. It, there's a reason Peeps. that people are willing to invest a first-round startup pick in Anthony Richardson because he is one of the few players that could become that elite asset, that Pat Mahomes, that Josh Allen. Like He absolutely has a path there. It's a little scary. It's a little rickety, and we're not sure that could that. never do that in the first round. Could never do that. I couldn't either. I, I, he would need to. He would need. I've. I keep saying that I would be comfortable with him towards the end of the second round. Like that's where I'd be comfortable taking him. Yeah. But he's going almost an entire round before that. So while I get it and I understand it, and you could you could do that, and you're you're set. I mean, you're set. Yep. But you could also be setting your team back three, four years by doing that as well. So um, if you miss there, you are in you're in a bad, in spot. bad spot. Because man. chances are you're waiting on other quarterbacks because you took a quarterback early. Like it, it can be tough. Yeah, that you get ugly you're, quick. It you're really recouping could. a first yep. round pick in return. Like if he fails, the best you're gonna get is like a first round pick. Like oh, there's my twenty five first. Like ah, oh, that's not that good. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no. not what I want. Well, before we get to my pick, let me tell you guys about FFPC. Launched in 2010, FFPC is the home of the largest high-stakes dynasty leagues in the community of fantasy football. Over 1,000 active leagues. You can you can go to a $100 league. You can go up to $5,000 entry Ooh. per team. We're talking legitimate high stakes here. Best of all, FFPC leagues never fold. Ever. They do not fold. So once you get all those draft picks and you're hoarding all those guys and you're saying, man, next year, Marvin Harrison, Caleb Williams, Drake May, they're all mine. And then the league folds and you're devastated. That won't happen at FFPC. Go there. MyFFPC.com. Use the promo code NERDS and get $25 off any entry for new members. That's promo code NERDS at MyFFPC.com. The safest place to play Dynasty. Safest place. Okay. I feel like, uh, so here I am at pick one nine 
And I feel like we've kind of entered a new tier now. Uh, you know, we've we've been teasing Anthony Richardson for a while. He just went kind of the truly elite position players have all gone. You know, guys that we realistically think can be like a top two or three guy at their yep. position. And so I'm in this next tier now. And there's some young quarterbacks that make sense just because they're quarterbacks and it's a super flex league. Um, there's some young running backs, some young receivers. The guy I am probably going to end up going with is is, is probably Brees Hall. Brees is coming off that ACL injury, and th- there's always some concern uh, about that. But what we saw in the first six games with with this Jets team, and, and now a team that you know we've seen Garrett Wilson emerge, and we've seen uh, Sauce Gardner emerge, and yep. Aaron Rodgers, like everything for this team is trending in a, a really positive direction. And look, you don't go out and get Aaron Rodgers unless you think your team has a legitimate title shot. And they think that. And so what's going to happen? Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing everything that he does, but he's going to need that safety valve. And Aaron Jones has been that guy for him a long time. Brees Hall is going to get to be that guy. But he's also... The, the thick workhorse back too. So he's the AJ Dillon with the, the Aaron Jones. He's going to get to do all of it. So I really like everything that, that I've seen out of Brees Hall, assuming he is still the same player uh, coming off the ACL injury. Yes, maybe he, he misses a week or two or something this year, but this is a dynasty startup. I don't care if he misses a week or two. I'm looking at what's he going to do for me over the course of his career. And I think he has just as good of a shot as anybody to be an elite asset. It it was tempting to take some of the receivers just because of the longevity there. But there's just, there's so few elite backs out there and Brees Hall is one of them. Yeah, it was a good pick. That was, you know, he was one of the guys that was going to be in contention for me if you didn't take him. Um, And and really, I think it's probably the other guy that you you were at least considering is who I'm going to end up taking. So I I think we were kind of jostling over the same, well, Maybe not. Hold on. <laughs> There's just a go- saw another I just name. saw another name that just popped up at me. So, so for me now, I'm kind of going back and forth. I'm on I'm on Ross St. Brown or Devonte uh, Devonte Smith. That, those, those are, are like, my two guys. Those too. are my two guys. Um, obviously, last year Amon Ra, I think he was the top seven guy, seventh overall, seventh overall, and, and Devonte Smith was uh, number nine. So really there's not a ton of separation there between their actual finishes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Amon Ra missed a couple of games. Yeah. I was gonna say his was a little better on a points per game basis right. because of the, the time yeah. missed early in the year, you know, but you got, you got to put into, you know, you got to in your brain, think Jameson Williams after games, coming back yep. after game six, uh, the six game suspension, he'll, he'll be back as well. So man, th- that's a tough one. I mean, on, on, Talent alone, I think Devontae Smith is the slightly better player. Um, slightly. It's an, I don't think it's as wide of a gap as, you know, obviously it was when these when these guys uh, came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, one, one guy was a first-round draft pick. The other guy was a fourth, fourth. right? Um, so Amon Ra has come a long way. And at, at this point, I, th- I think I'm going to have to go Devontae Smith over Amon Ra, but it, man, is it close? And I don't feel good about it. How about mm-hmm. that? Like that's that's how close these two guys are in, in my head. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns and the guy that I have slightly higher anyway. And I'm gonna go ahead and pick Devontae Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith is absolutely beautiful. I love mm-hmm. like, he's one of my favorite receivers out there. Um, somewhat undervalued just because of how good he is. Like everybody likes Devontae Smith. Everybody knows he's good, but everybody has him. Probably I bet. I bet if we did this same draft amongst other people, I bet 
it would not go Devonte Smith because uh, I. No, I agree. Well, even ADP you. wise, he's you know our nerds ADP, which the nerds tend to go with things that are what we like. You know, their their thoughts are similar because they listen to the show and whatnot. So, but even here, they have him. His ADP is at thirty one, whereas Amon Ross St. Brown's is at twenty. Yeah, yeah, and I'd go Amon Ross St. Brown here. Um, I have no problem with Devontae Smith. It's a coin flip for me, so I understand where your yeah. uh, hesitation is because it's literally a coin flip for me. I probably would have leaned Devontae Smith. Um, in a startup, I probably would have just taken Amon Ross St. Brown strictly because I have no shares, and I have probably like five Devontae Smith so, shares. So here was like the final thing in my brain that kind of had me tilt towards Devontae Smith. I mean, we've seen Devontae Smith with another elite wide receiver, and he's done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't seen Amon Ross St. Brown with another elite wide receiver to know exactly what that outcome is going to be. Sure. So I, I'm going to stick with Devontae Smith. I know it's probably... We'll see if Jameson Williams becomes an elite wide receiver, but... In my brain, he's going to. So. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> and I would take a Devontae Smith, too. I'm telling you, but like it's still a coin flip here. And Starbucks is only because I have no Amon Ross. And you're right. There's that, and they bring in Sam Laporta. Yeah. Uh, they draft him really high in the second yeah. round, who's a pass-catching tight end. Mm-hmm. They draft Jameer Gibbs, uh, who is a pass-catching running back. So sure. another guy who's weapons. And the more you water down those you know, options, the less targets you could potentially have. And that's all. So I, I totally understand, too. And doesn't mean I'm on Ross and Brown will take a step back, but there's an unknown that he could. And that's but, what it is, the unknown. Yep. Where Devontae so. Smith, in his second year, got much better. And that's after they brought in an alpha receiver in right. A.J. Brown. And mm-hmm. they just signed his quarterback to long-term. Devontae Smith is there for four more years, guaranteed, or yep. three more years after this year. Correct. Uh, three more years, guaranteed, because they're going to pick up his fifth-year options at this point. Mm-hmm. They'll probably get a long-term deal. He's just too good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will take Amal Rossi Brown here. Uh, and for me, it's just, this is the player, like you said, Matt, came finishes wide receiver seven overall in PPR leagues. But even before that, if you go back to week 13 of the 2021 season, he's been absolutely destroying from that point on. Literally from week 13 of 2021, Amon Ross St. Brown's been an absolute mission here, scoring fantasy football points. And he's been a high-end wide receiver one. Yes, And that's a cornerstone piece. So I know we're entering another tier here, but the guys that have gone and Devontae Smith, Brees Hall and now Amal Rasse Brown and there's still another guy here. Like I consider cornerstone pieces for Dynasty. So we're in a different tier, but we're still in that elite tier. So yeah. very happy to get a guy like Amal Rasse Brown here. Um I think a lot of these are starting to come off. We're we're getting a little bit more like, ooh, which way should I go? The coin flips, but our yeah. coin flips are still between two golden baskets. Sure. So it's not like we're not losing here. I, the the next show is where it's going to start getting real interesting. It is about who we're picking because we're still in that good money state for these next couple picks. Yeah, we are, and uh, so that means I have the last pick of the first round, and there's two quarterbacks there that I think you could reasonably say yeah. this would be a good spot to take them. I'm I not feel like to. we're I feel like we're shafting you, uh, and I kind of putting you in a tough spot here. Yeah, right? yeah, because those guys do look tantalizing, right? They do, and and getting we we do always emphasize getting those those quarterbacks, but I I've said it kind of anytime we've done the sell episodes, I said I'm I'm selling the rookie quarterbacks just because I think their ADP is too high. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather wait a round or two, get myself Tua, get myself Daniel Jones, get myself you know guys like that. I think it's just better value later on quarterback. So as much as I'm tempted by those just because of the positional uh, value at, at quarterback, I'm not going to go with either one of those guys there. So it really puts me to two players. It puts me between Chris Olave, uh, really, really good wide receiver. We saw great things uh, with the Saints uh, last year. 
They add Derek Carr. We assume that's going to be good news for him. So I think that's a good option. Uh, But I'm also tempted by Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs gets drafted significantly higher than I even thought he would, even though I I like Gibbs a lot. Mm -hmm. I thought he was a really talented player. Comped him to a Jamal Charles type of guy. It, you know, and then you're like, oh, what are they doing there? Well, they ship DeAndre Swift out of town right. and he's going to take that role in, in then some, I believe, because they just didn't really like Swift. So I think they're going to give Gibbs that role and, and then a little bit more. So uh, I, it's really tough. I've actually been in a couple startups this year where I've had to choose between these guys and I've chosen one of them each time. Uh, so but I'm going to go with Gibbs in this one. I I think. Olave, I'm not sure is significantly better than, you know, a couple of the next receivers. Whereas Gibbs, I feel like is significantly better than the next few running backs that I would be able to get at this point in a draft. So as tempting as Olave is, I'm going to go with Gibbs. I like the reasoning there uh, because I, I do, I do think at this point we're getting to a bunch of wide receivers that are kind of very similar mm-hmm. as far as their outcomes. And and really the wide the, the running backs it's going to start getting messy here real soon. Yeah. Um, so I think that was kind of a good a good explanation I think for for Gibbs there and and he's I his upside is ridiculous. So I mean yeah. So I mean that's a really solid pick there at the end of the first round. All right. Do you want to go one more? So it's our top fifteen. Do we have time to go one more each, or do you want to go right into the second? Yeah, round? Yeah, I think we could do one more. Yeah, we're one at four, we're, we're at, yeah. at forty five right now. So all right, yeah. one more each. Sure. All right. So. Um, I really didn't think about this pick like I would have normally because <laughs> I didn't think that this <laughs> was going to be. Show. I thought we had a little break coming, <laughs> but all right. So off the off the cuff here, um, you know, I'm, I'm I am looking at guys like Alave. I'm I, I'm, I'm considering Stroud at this point at two one. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba also on my list of, of guys. So I, I do have two rookies that I'm looking at, and then Alave. Um, you know. Najee Harris, if I was looking for a running back, might be the guy, um, but I'm probably going to pass at that point or at this point on that on that position. Um, so I, I think, man, this is a tough – I know what you guys would do. I know Olave is probably your guys' guy here. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Stroud. I'm that's, gonna that's who I would have went. Right. Stroud. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Stroud just because the positional value. I think it's just too good. Um, so I think he's, for me, he's the next guy on the list uh, as far as quarterbacks go, uh, uh, upside quarterbacks. Um, so I'm going to roll the dice. You know, you never know what you're going to get uh, at all uh, with a rookie quarterback, but I think I think he's got the tools to do it. Whether or not he transitions to the NFL is, is anyone's guess. We'll see. Yeah, and this is where it's different when you're talking uh, rookie drafts and startup drafts because when you're doing a rookie draft and you're ranking these guys and we're doing rookie rankings, it's easy to go, okay, B. John Robinson one, Anthony Richardson two, C.J. Stroud three. Smaller player pool. You know, Bryce Young four, then Jameer Gibbs and Jackson Smith and Jigba because the rookie class because you take that risk, right, and the quarterback because it's so hard to come by and you got to take that risk for the upside to get a Daniel Jones, to Justin Herbert, to Joe Burrows, like, or Jalen Hurts. Like, you got to grab those guys because of the upside. In a startup, again, it's a little bit more difficult when there's a mention that golden baskets in there, mm-hmm. or even like a quarterback like a, a Daniel Jones in there, or, or just a, yeah, just a safer, a, a safer guy, veteran, and yep. and when you're a startup and you see and you're building this team and you have a Chris Olave there and you see Stroud, it's like that's such a risk because these quarterbacks are 50-50. But like 
you do, you have to take that risk. Like for you to build a true dynasty team for the most part, like you have to take that risk. They have yeah. that long-term um, success. And I would take a stride here too because of that. And I love Chris Olave a ton. I think he's a solid number one receiver. He looked great for the Saints last year. So, so this is one of those things that makes like ranking so subjective, so difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's almost, I mean, there's, there's rookie draft rankings, right? There's startup rankings, but there's also other kind of nuanced rankings. And this, what we're doing right now is almost a, a separate rank set, right? Cause this is like a it's rebuild. It's not a true startup. It's but like it's a re a, it's like a rebuild rank set. You know what I mean? It's yeah. what we're doing right now, which is like a whole different set of guys that we, you know, these are the, your young cornerstone guys. Where do they fall into kind of this zipper you know what I mean? That we're, that yeah. we're trying to put together right now. And it is difficult. It's a, it's an odd exercise. It's something, you know, hopefully people are listening to and, and kind of getting a feel for that, that it's a little bit different than both the things that we're kind of right. used to, Hey, this is, you know, the, the, the startup, this is the rookies. Now we're kind of zippering them together in this other odd kind of way. And, and I think it's interesting. I think it's a cool exercise and, and, you know, I would encourage people to kind of mentally go through this kind of thing year in and year out yeah. uh, to kind of keep your, keep your sword sharp as far as where you need to be. I, I'm going to throw a small wrench in things real quick before you make your pick rich, Matt, you and I talked about this with one of the players last week, but uh, I've seen people also do the, the cornerstone rankings where they include the, the next year's class. Now, I know we we haven't done as much study on the 2024 class, and so we don't want to speak like out of school too much. But we know how we feel roughly about Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. And Drake May. And Drake May to some extent too. Where would they fall in this? If, if just those three players, let's not say that the whole, the whole the class, whole class sure. because we're not re- prepared to do that. But those three players, where would you feel comfortable taking those guys in this? I would take Caleb Williams right after Trevor Lawrence at 1-2. Okay, yeah. I mean, everything that you've seen them do so far, everything that you read from people that know quarterbacks extremely well uh, are saying that he's pretty much better, a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence. It, it would be one three for me. I would still take fields ahead of him. Yes. I would just take, I would take Caleb because he offers that rushing ability, but he has a better arm, more accurate arm than Justin Fields, I guess. Yeah. Matt, what about you? <laughs> it's either two or three and yeah. it's not, I mean, that's, it's super, it's the format. It's, it's the player, it's the format. And, and he would get elevated just because he's he's that kind of special player. Is he better than Justin Fields at this point? Probably. As a prospect. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But, but remember, but I as a prospect, we didn't have any issues with Justin Fields arm. That was never, no, that no, was never an issue. But no, remember, did, I did two startup drafts that I include the 24 picks in decision making yeah. under pressure. I got the one, one, both of them decision making under pressure was, was one of the biggest dings I had on, yeah. on, on Justin Fields, And, and I had questions whether or not it was a, a you know, a processor issue. You know what I mean? Sure. Was, was he processing quick enough? And I think he's starting to come along. You know what I mean? They, they kind of babied him a little bit along and, yeah. and now he's starting to come along. So maybe, maybe that was a thing where he wasn't picking it up quick enough. And now that he's gotten used to the speed of the NFL, they're starting to kind of pack more stuff on, but uh, onto this question that you were just, you, you were just kind of asking or, or, or whatnot, you know, it's, it's two or three. I'm, if you're made me commit, I'd probably say three Okay. right now. Like just because he's so much, you know, more, I just about, know more about yeah. fields. And, and, and for Marvin Harrison, he would be, you mentioned, you mentioned last week that you could make an argument for him to be the dynasty wide receiver three right now, period, period, rich. Would you, would you feel comfortable with that? Would you be comfortable with him ahead of like Wilson Waddle? 
guys like that? CD? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I would. Uh, you're getting the youth. You're getting the talent. I mean, he's in that same tier. And I know if I was a startup, like I'd be too. I'm really. I'm obviously where he's going to land could make a difference it, too. It but could. like, yeah, I think. I mean, imagine he gets drafted and he goes somewhere like, like he gets paired back up in Carolina with uh, CJ Stroud, right? CJ's in uh, Houston. Houston. I'm sorry. Well, they gave away there first. Yeah. Um, but he could end up with Bryce Young. So, uh, yeah. He could end up in Chicago with, with Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Like, he's that he's that good. So there's an argument for sure for him right behind Jamar Chase. I mean, I would probably take him over A.J. Brown. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddell, or A.J. Brown. And I'd probably lean Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. For me, I think I'm closer to five on him. I have Garrett Wilson and C.D. Lamb right after Jefferson and Chase. And then I'd probably have Marvin Harrison Jr. He's just, he's got the size and the body control that is so special. So like special. He's going to far and away grade out as the highest nerd score just, receiver we've done. He falls in a category of like the players that I cannot imagine not succeeding. No yeah. matter where he goes. The Almost way, as fru- foolproof as it can be. The way he plays the position is like he just wins. And, and that's going to translate the next I, level. The I talked about it. I mean, the guy's got the, the, mental drive too to just be yeah. insanely good he, he he might be the me- best prospect since megatron and, and his father had to say that his father yeah. won because his, his mental process was so well as well i mean marvin harrison jr to me i'm telling you is like one of the most perfect prospects you're going to see i mean the way we're talking about Bijan now being a perfect running back prospect that's that's marvin harrison jr i yeah. mean honestly calvin johnson was the perfect wide receiver prospect i've ever seen yeah like calvin johnson and he like was fantastic. I mean, yeah, every aspect all, of it, yeah, all world, yes. But like, I think the number two best prospect I've ever seen. That's not even diving into this tape yet, but watching every snap he's ever played at Ohio State, I've been lucky. That's my team. Um, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably right up there, and I would probably take him. I understand you saying five. I mean, if somebody if you took C. Lamb and AJ Brown, I get that. Jalen Waddle, I get that one hundred percent. But like, I would lean towards yeah. that prospect, knowing that upside is. Again, kind of go to that Garrett Wilson take. It was like a clear path, the right. number one. And same with Garrett Wilson. If you took them ahead of him, like. That's fine. And that's easy to say now, but I guarantee by the time, this time next year, that will be out the window and people are going to be taking them at 1-3. Uh, there'll be people like, like and, and it depends what Justin Jefferson and, and Jamar and, Chase do. People and I can understand that. I might too by then. Yeah, I might too by then. And it's going to be fair. I mean, he's that good. Like, just like we were talking, like, remember last year, this time we're talking, oh, Bijan's going to be the one. Bijan's you know, like, coming. That's Marvin Harrison Jr. And uh, like, we all know where Bijan stands in Dynasty Hearts. That, like, if there's any way- to get and it's it's weird because you only need to one one next year because Caleb Williams would be the one one locked yep. in. You know what I mean? So like, if there's any way to get the one two in Superflex or one QB in Superflex, like, what's an overpay today <laughs> is an underpay tomorrow. Yep. Like I am, that's one player. Like I will, when this all gets done after 2023 season, I'm real interested in these 24 picks. And there's a couple players there that I might be willing to people be like, wow, you gave up that. And I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and it might send me back, but I'll be on the right track. All right. Sorry so. for the detour. I was just curious. Real quick. Last yeah. two picks now. And to let you know, I took I took Caleb Williams in a startup draft, uh, one high stakes, two one and two three. Where where did where did Fields go? Just out of curiosity. I think he went above that. Did he go in the first? Yeah, he, he went in the first. Okay. Both those. Just so like, just a heads up. And yeah. the high stakes I, one, I he went that. like somebody traded uh, Jalen Hurts for. Uh, Justin Fields plus a little bit more. Okay. It wasn't like a crazy plus either. So okay. and and 
by Caleb Williams, you just mean the one one. The one one. I said the one 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 in the twenty four. In twenty four. So hypothetically, like, if he decided not right. to come out or got right. terribly injured, and, and literally, and I said I was like, and I told the people in all both these drafts, like if you put, if the name was Caleb Williams in this draft, I would have taken him in the first round. Like mm-hmm. I would have taken him higher. I probably would take him right around one ten. Honestly, wow. Because he's just he's that. If, if you're saying he's the next Trevor Lawrence or better, like, and I and everybody that I read and respect says that, then I'm I believe it. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like. Why would I not take like I'm not taking Dak Prescott over that? You know what I mean? I'm not taking Deshaun Watson over that. The, the only the only knock right now is he doesn't have the true prototypical size. He's like He's six, six foot, foot six half. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? I tell you, worst case scenario, he breaks his femur. I get Marvin Harrison Jr. and I'm still happy. <laughs> yeah, there, you're so, so very it's happy. Not, it's not yeah. a big deal. <laughs> uh, but let me get my pick in real quick. It's Chris Olave. Uh, you know, I, I'm not taking him over. I'm taking. I like Bryce Young. I like the upside number one, but I'm still somewhat not all bought in on his overall fantasy. I know be, quarterbacks always produce really high, but like I feel like where Bryce Young will finish will be like more of the like Kirk Cousins quarterback, which is good, like 13, 14, 15. Like mm-hmm. those guys are obtainable. You know what I mean? Like right. you can go get those guys. A Chris Olave, a, a, a guy who shows that could be a true number one receiver and finishes wide receiver one from that about a five to six year window. And you mentioned Derek Carr coming in effect here um, and being the own like the main guy in that right. offense and not a lot of other different ways to go. Um, I mean, because outside of him, there's Juwan Johnson, who's someone a question mark. We'll, we'll see about Michael or Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Doesn't overly worry me there. He'll no. get hurt at some point, and then Rashid, yeah, Miller running back. So uh, don't yeah. forget about Shahid. Oh, yeah, Rashid. Yeah, I, I drafted him in just draft. You saw that startup draft. <laughs> I took him so. <laughs> I'm taking a lot of it. All right. Yeah. Gross. And <laughs> that, that does make it. This is the first pick that I feel like was pretty easy for me. I am going to go Bryce Young. Uh, quarterback is just, it's just too valuable of a position. Even if he is just a mediocre talent for the majority of his career, it still means I'm getting a first and a second to two first for somebody like a, a, a Bryce Young at some point in his career. So, I think he is a talented player. I think he's a good decision maker. I think he's accurate. I think he's going to do a lot of the right things. I don't think he's ever going to be a top five quarterback like Anthony Richardson could be or some of those guys, but he's safe. And I feel like he would be an incredible quarterback to back end quarterback one for a long time. Yeah. Don't hate it. Yeah. At this point, I think that's great value. He is the last quarterback that I feel pretty. Well, I think there's one other guy that I feel pretty good about. Yeah. I mean, the two right other move guys. was probably two other guys I feel pretty good. <laughs> over Alave. It's just, I'm not 100% in. So yep. that's it for the show. We're going to dive in. We're going to pick up right where we left off at pick 16 in the second round Nerd Herd Show. Remember, if you want to get that Nerd Herd Show, access to the Dynasty GM app, which everybody needs to go out there and download, and the film room, and all this extra content that we have. Yep. All you got to do is go to Underdog, deposit 10 bucks, use the promo code NERDS, Man. or just don't join Nerd Herd if you can't use Underdog. And remember, all existing members of the site get a t-shirt if you're a Nerd Herd member, the Pink. most comfortable shirt Pink. ever. And remember, we got a Scott Fishbowl entry to give away. If you want to play in the largest fantasy football contest contest in the world against everybody you could possibly think of Amazing. that plays fantasy football at rights, give us five stars. Give us a five star review on the app. Download it, or and the podcast is another uh, entry as well. Tweet them at me at Dynasty Rich. All I just need, I just need the pictures, and you're and you're in. I'll DM somebody on Saturday that you're the winner. I'll message Scott your information. Um, only rule is you can't be blacklisted on Scott's list if you are you can't get in we don't bypass that there we go so that's it till next week adios (laughs) 